Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Best of the Men's Room podcast. Let the shenanigans begin. Hello, Mindy. Welcome to the Men's Room. Hola. Hola. Mindy, welcome to the program. Random question, question. All right, let's go with this one. Mindy, do you have any... um, Medical issues that flare up from time to time, or have you ever had anything that's uh, consistent in your life that's uh, just a pain in the butt from your physical standpoint? It is called cold eucharista or something like that. It is an allergy to cold, which is funny because I'm actually from Alaska originally. Wait, your allergy itself is to cold weather? This is the best thing I've ever heard. Yes, so it doesn't happen all the time, Um but, I mean, if my hands or neck or anything is kind of exposed to the cold, I get hives. It's so bad that some people can't eat or drink anything cold because it makes their throat swell up. Does that affect you at all or no? No, I'm not that severe. Luckily, um, if I, like, grab a cold beer, my hand will kind of get, you know, tingly and hot and swollen kind of. And, you know, uh, extreme cases, people jump into a body of cold body of water and then they go into shock and die. Where are where are you from in Alaska? Dillingham, Bristol Bay. Okay. Is it one of the reasons that you moved down here was just to get away from that? No, I still go back and forth a lot. Um, just happened to develop when I was in college, uh, when I was down here in Washington for college. And when I asked the doctor about it, they just said, you'll just grow out of it. There's nothing you could do. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. That's always comforting. I've never heard of that. Before. You'll grow out of it. I mean, have it. you ever considered moving farther south? Uh, say it gets a little bit worse, would you consider moving a little farther south? Probably not. All right. <laughs> nope. So you could not jump into a cold body of water just to refresh yourself? I can. I'm just saying how extreme it can be. I'm luckily not that extreme. It doesn't happen all the time. Like, I still love the okay. snow, so the snowboarding, things like that. When is it worse? When it's is it worse when it's an external cold or an internal cold? External. Okay. All right. Yeah. Only I just get hives like on any um, part of my body that is exposed to like cold wind, hmm. things like that. Interesting. That is interesting. I'm glad it's you and not me, but that is very interesting. Are you the person that always has the blanket on the couch? No. So it's it's a kind of a twist because again, being from Alaska, and I can't stand. Uh, really extreme heat. I get too hot, but then I can't be outside in the cold too long either. So, okay. fun. All right. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely got the blanket uh, grabbing kid. Every time she walks in the house, she's just like, where is it like a cape? I'm like, it's not that cold in here. 
Oh, I always got my blanket on the sofa, man. Oh, no, she's got it around her. I mean, she does, She wears it. Like, oh, my kid does that. Like a robe. My kid does that. But here's the thing. My kid, he dresses like Tarzan, right? He just wants to wear shorts. He rarely gets cold, but when he does get cold, he'll grab this blanket that he's got and wrap it around. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you could put on clothes. You do recognize this. And the look he gives me is like I'm speaking Swahili. I'm like, other than covering your, your nudity, people often wear warmer clothes when they're cold. But somehow this... This means nothing to him. He's like, I, I don't need that. I'll just use my blanket. I'm like, okay. Yeah, what drives me crazy is hanging out with a girl, sweatpants, sweatshirt, blanket around. My feet are cold. Put on socks. They, don't mm-hmm. put them on me. Right? Like, Do not wait, put them like, on me. Wait. I'm just like, you're, all, like you're, you're not a child. You're a full adult. Yeah. Like, what do you mean your feet are cold? Put on socks. Growing up, I swear, yeah. I would hear this probably four times a week out of my parents' bedroom. <laughs> They'd go to bed, and then five minutes, hear my dad's voice, woman, get your feet off of me. Yeah. All the time, to the point you were so used to it, like uh-huh. it wasn't even funny or interesting. This morning I woke up, put on the warmest pair of socks I have, because it's freezing cold yeah. outside. You'll be walking around. It's almost like that's why you bought them. Yes. The reason we ask you have any medical issues, uh, Steve, listen up here. If something does not agree with you, mm-hmm. you may exhibit intolerance, especially, doctors say, when it comes to your gut. Mm-mm. Tell me more. Lactose intolerance, gluten intolerance, and food sensitivity can cause, believe it or not, irritable bowel syndrome. Uh Mm Uh-huh. But according to new research, IBS may be triggered by another kind of intolerance. Has anyone heard about this yet? I have heard about this. It makes complete sense. It does not. It's so stupid. Gravity intolerance. The theory was published in the American Journal of Gastroenterology and describes how the intestine, spine, heart, nerves, and brains have evolved to manage gravity. Quote, our body systems are constantly pulled downward. If these systems cannot manage the drag of gravity, then it can cause issues. Pain, cramping, lightheadedness, sweating, rapid heartbeat, back issues, and bacterial overgrowth in the gut. The same symptoms that we attribute to IBS. Mm -hmm. So IBS does affect about 10% of the world's population, and yet there's no known cause. Beyond food intolerance, and now maybe the gravitational pull. That's fine. I don't know if I'd call that an allergy. That's like saying, hey, man, the reason your testicles sag when you're 75 years old, your testicles are allergic to gravity. Gravity might be the cause, but you're not allergic to it. No. But your body is not handling, your gut is not not handling the gravity correctly. But that's like saying, I'm allergic to a car that's going 60 miles an hour because when it hit me, it broke my femur. I am not allergic. This is a condition right. yes, that my body was not prepared to deal with. That's all. There's no allergy involved. That, no. That's the only thing that bugs me about it. I get it. But like an allergy, you are not <laughs> allergic to gravity. Your body is just not dealing with it that well. Yes, it's not holding the food in. Although I didn't know. Uh, I'm allergic to work on Saturdays. Right. That's, that's why I get so irritable when I have to do it. Uh, I had a friend who, she has IBS. And when the Chili Peppers were here last time, what was that, two years ago, three years ago, mm-hmm. whatever it was. Flew 3,000 miles with a bunch of other people to go to this show. And it was at, uh, this was not the last time to play. This was when they played at the arena. All right. So we went to Belltown to grab some dinner at Black Bottle. Sat down, had a nice meal. We're getting ready to leave. We're going to walk from Black Bottle to the arena. It's maybe 10 blocks, 12 blocks, whatever. So she's going to go to the bathroom. And I knew she had IBS. I did not know that she was having an IBS episode. So, hey, going to go to the bathroom. No problem. I go outside, smoking a cigarette. A couple more friends come outside, smoking cigarettes, chatting. We cannot figure out what's taking her so long. So my wife goes back in, track her down, because we knew she's in the bathroom. My wife walks back out and says, uh, hey, she said you guys should just go ahead to the show. Ooh. 
We'll wait for her, man. Just do what you got to do. It's no big deal. It's not starting for a minute. We'll wait. She's like, um, that's not the issue. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, but my wife, yep. she's trying to be delicate. And finally, she's like, she pooped her pants. I'm like, oh. what? Oh, right? No. She's like, she pooped. She didn't quite make it to the bathroom. She pooped in her pants. She didn't have a change. She would have to go back to my place change her clothes. I'm up in North Seattle. Right. She would not make it back down in time for the show. So she flew 3,000 miles to see the Chili Peppers, uh, pooped herself about an hour and a half before the show. Yeah, she ended up missing the show. So we got back and saw her. I'm like, you missed the concert because you pooped your pants. She's like, I know, man. Just Dude, like, when I was 19 years old, one of the hottest girls. terrible to come now that and, way. I know. One of the hottest girls in my mind that I'd ever seen. Yeah. I had two or three classes with her. Eventually, I saw her at this bar called Dr. John's. So I was towed up enough where I was like, hey, man, would you like to go out sometime? She said yes. I was fired up. Yeah. Because I was like, okay, this game is on. So I told my buddy Craig, who worked at the movie theater, get me in. We're going to go see a movie. Give me a popcorn. Hook me up because I really didn't have a lot of money. That kind of thing. So we get into the movie theater, we sit down, we're watching the credits, and all of a sudden she's like, I have to go. And I'm like, what's going on? She's like, I don't feel well. And I'm like, are you serious? You seem fine. She's like, I really have to leave. I'm sorry. And she gets up and she walks out. She takes her purse. And I'm sitting there. The movie hasn't even started yet. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, you've got to be kidding me. I did not know what was going on. Right, right, right. She did not tell me what was going on. I did not see her again for another couple months Okay. at this point in time. I wanted to find out what happened. Did I say something? Did I do something? Can we go on All another reasonable day? things from you. At this point in time, she finally said, yes, I'm sick. I have this. And I never heard of IBS before. Right, right. I had no idea. So I was like, oh, well, I was like, well that's fine. I'm sorry. I just I thought it was something I did or whatever the deal is. Would you like to try to go out again? She's like, well, I got back with my boyfriend from back home. Oh. And I'm like, you got back with your boyfriend from back home? She's like, yeah. It's <laughs> like, ah, oh, man. All right, IBS girl. You sure she had IBS? We'll see you again. No. No. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. And now I have a new boyfriend or my old boyfriend. Right, right like circumstantially. like just. Yeah. I don't know that she was sick, dude. I don't either. So that's what she told me. It was the first time I'd ever heard of it. And I was like, what is this IBS stuff? I've never even heard of this stuff. Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the Men's Room Radio Network. Yes, friends, it's time once again for... Ah. Sit and Spin. Let's gather around the old radio and listen to some swellerific new music. Well, there he is in his basement studio dungeon, Bar Ryan yeah. Castle. How are you? I'm good, man. Uh, you know, today I thought we would dig into the past of some of our favorite musicians. I th- you know, we all had jobs before we did this. Um, and at this rate, some of us may have those jobs again. So yeah, we, um, but I, I thought those we were, might uh, look at some of the, the jobs that our musicians had before they were uh, before they were big rock stars. Those today. were actual like, real I, jobs, mm-hmm. real jobs. I mean, so I worked. Uh, you guys know this at two of the finest steakhouses America has to offer. Before I got into radio, huh. uh, and that is the Sizzler and McDonald's. Oh, very okay. fine steakhouse. You know, I was wondering. No. You make a really good steak at home. I was wondering yes, how you I got do. that skills. I learned that from working at the Sizzler. Yes. Okay. What was your favorite meal, your comp meal at the Sizzler? Do you remember? Uh, dude, you know what I lived on when I worked at? So uh, keep it. When, when, I, when I worked at Sizzler, I was remarkably poor. Sure. So yeah. like all of the dishes in my house, for example, came from the Sizzler. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah, so all of sense. almost all of my meals for the time I lived uh, worked there came from also the Sizzler. Uh, and my, my manager obviously was not aware of that. But you know what I lived on, dude? Uh, shrimp. Okay. All, All right. right. I mean, because you were be broke in the grill yeah. and you've yeah. always got like just a big pot of shrimp there because, you know, they did uh, all you can eat shrimp and you just always needed to grab a handful mm-hmm. of them. So there was always a bunch made. So I would just snack on shrimp all the time. I would uh, I would get off the air at one, uh, one point in time a job in Hagerstown and go to the Outback Steakhouse because mm-hmm. they had a bar. And by the time it was all said and done, I had six really nice wooden handle steak knives of my <laughs> yeah. very own home. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what I used to do? Nice. I would over intentionally overcook a steak, an undercooked steak they send back and you cook more. An overcooked steak, you just got to throw that out. And so I would eat the overcooked steaks as well. Mm-mm-mm. That's the best thing about working in a restaurant is how much food right. you pilfer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we've yeah, got. Uh, I was. I was. If it wasn't Sizzler food, it was uh, AMPM hamburgers. I mean, I was real. Wow. Real poor. Ooh, wow. Night, night. Too much good stuff. And you were skinny then. You know. I know. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> you know, it's a weird thing about it when you go back and look. You're like, I eat like crap. I weighed like 175 pounds. Right. What the hell yeah, happened? Couldn't gain weight to save my life. Yeah. These are jobs. Uh, what about that, you, Ted? Uh, uh, like worst jobs, probably door to door sales. That just sounds like crap. It was That's awful. Tough game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. and they called me by my actual name, Edward. I hated it. You can only—that's oh, when you pooped in that guy's house, right? Huh? Yeah. Correct. <laughs> in Brick, New Jersey, <laughs> terrible town. Blew his whole house up. Yeah, and also the day before, right? They, they were like, "Hey," because we're up in New York City, and they're like, "You can go door-to-door sales in New Jersey, or go to Queens." Right. I like a rapper named Nas, who's from Queens. I was like, "Send me to Queens." I was, that was a bad idea. Yeah, People dude. in Queens yeah. were not happy to see me. No. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there he is. Good times. So today on 10 Spin, we've got jobs that 10 rock stars had before they were famous. 10, number 10. So, uh, not surprisingly, Trent Reznor worked at a recording studio as an assistant engineer, but also, Ted, Trent was a janitor. Oh, Ooh. nice. Well, sure. right. That job actually wasn't that bad. And you said you're, you're co-workers, right? Right. Played cards, had a good time. It was great. You got paid a decent amount. I mean, I was also with the AFL-CIO, so it was a pretty cushy. That game. helped, yeah. Nice. I had the mail floor miles. Did you have to clean up work. puke? Uh, no, the first day I worked, though, I had to clean up pee because it was right after the holiday Christmas party and somebody had peed on the floor in the bathroom. Damn. Nice. Yeah, in the like bathroom. A, it's like a scale. You start in bathrooms, then you get your own floor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> These are job 10 rock stars had before they were famous on Sit and Spin. Nine, number nine. Anybody know what Rob Zombie's gig was before he was in White Zombie? Didn't I actually work, do. Uh, was it an electric company or no, something? No, Pee Wee's Playhouse. Pee Wee's Playhouse, right? Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yeah, that would Rob be uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse. That seems like that would be a pretty fun gig, though, right? I would. I would think you're so, putting but... the sets together, all the props, all yeah, the so things. So was he that guy? Yeah. Okay. So if you, if you go back and watch Pee Wee's Playhouse now. Um, it's rather adult, and you didn't really notice it when you were watching it as a kid. <laughs> These are jobs 10 rock stars had before they were famous. Eight, number eight. No so this is a weird one I didn't know. Mick Jagger worked in a psychiatric facility. Huh. Huh. I would have gone with chimney sweep. 
Chimney sweep, yes. He's a little bit older. He's English. Him and Dick Van Dyke. uh, He's the guy that dances and spins the sign outside the apartment building that's got two units open. He'd be that guy. Right. Exactly. Dude, that guy can really dance. He's got some moves. I might live there. These are jobs Sin Rock Stars had before they were famous. Seven, number seven. Didn't he work like with garments or in the fashion he, he industry rose, or something? He rescued puppies or something. You know. He saved the whales. Right. It's going to uh, be no, something like that. He did upholstery and furniture repair. That's what it was. Oh, all right. Yeah. Maybe your wife can get some tips from Jack White. Right. Yeah, not to play guitar. <laughs> yeah, I was like, maybe she can start a band. <laughs> right. The cushions. The cushions. <laughs> Jobs did rock stars had before they were famous on Sit and Spin. Sit number six. I do know what she did. She was a waitress in a Playboy Club or a bunny or something. Yeah, she was a Playboy bunny in New York City from 68 to 73. Damn. Yeah. All right. Now that's a gig right there. Yeah. yeah. Wonder how much Do that you think paid. they did any drugs? No. No, no. Come on. Playboy bunny in the 60s? Hell no. What's the drug you always Come. talk about you can't find, Miles? Quaaludes. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Are you guys going to do some ludes? Yeah. Call me. <laughs> we got uppers, downers, poppers, rockers. Do you go by Miss Harry or Mrs. Harry? <laughs> Miss Harry. <laughs> Not at the Playboy Club. You never, never go by Miss Harry. Right. Well, back then you back, did. Yeah, back yeah, then exactly. it wasn't a bad thing. Maybe you did. God. Jobs hit rock stars had before they were famous. Five, number five. Welcome to the jungle. We got game. Uh, the person in question here is Axl Rose. Okay. I have no idea. I feel like I Axl apparently one. was the... Was the manager at a Tower Records in L.A. Okay, oh, that makes no. sense. Yeah. He's the guy, a bad gig. He's the guy that sighs every time he sees what you're buying. Like, oh. <laughs> right. Really? Really. All right. Axel, you didn't post the schedule. How am I supposed to plan my weekend? I don't know when I'm working. Record store guy. I'm just doing this for now, man. I'm going to start a band. Sure you are. Sure, Axel. Right. Rex- you and everyone else that works here. Record store guy one step away from Rolling Stone Rider. As far as the critical ability to make you feel terrible about your purchase. <laughs> I've never been to a place where I feel worse about what I bought walking out than after really, I man? checked out at a record store. Right. Dude, I was at a record store this weekend. I bought a whole spectrum of things, and the guy looked at it. He's like, yeah, you got a good variety of sounds here. I was like, thank you. Hey, so you're on compliment. Jobs hit rock stars have before they were famous. I feel like we should know this. I have absolutely no idea. And I'm trying to think, Aberdeen. Uh, yeah. What, did he work at the Big Lots? <laughs> he was a logger. Oh, was he really? No. Oh. No. Uh, Ted, Kurt, also a janitor. Oh, we got that in common. There okay. you go. Except you're still alive. All the creative types. <laughs> and I can't play an instrument to save my life. <laughs> Jobs, hit rock stars. Ted Smith and Kurt Cobain. Number three, <laughs> Fashion model. <laughs> Ward cream salesperson. <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> it's too easy. Uh, you know what, dude? I was today years old when I learned this. Lemmy Killmeister was Jimi Hendrix roadie. Hmm. Oh, Damn. Okay. okay. That's pretty cool. 
I was not aware of that. I had no that idea. very cool. Yeah. Do you think they did any drugs? No, 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 no. no, no. But Hendrix was big into like psychedelics from what I read. I can't imagine Lemmy like. He was doing his own thing. He had to tear down the stage, set it up. Jimmy was in the back. Right. He loved like meth and pints of Jack Daniels. Yeah. Lemmy didn't strike me as a guy that said no to much of anything. <laughs> That's a good point, Ryan. These are jobs 10 rock stars had before they were famous on Sit and Spin. Two, number two. Black like Thrill. Where do work? Ray's Boathouse? So, yeah, like well, we know he's a busboy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He worked, at, uh, he worked at, I think it was Ray's, uh, but uh, according to this, Chris also worked as a fish handler for a seafood company. So he just went so from fish pretty, to fish. Right. All about the fish, man. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. He had to wipe the slime off of them. Yeah, he told us about that. He said he hated that job. <laughs> Doesn't sound like a fun job. We brought it up like, how's we're going to raise? Don't talk about it. <laughs> I hated it. <laughs> job Sin Rock Stars had before they were famous. We made it to number one. one number one. <laughs> Uh, I didn't know this either. Ozzy worked at a slaughterhouse. He cut the cows open. What a cool job. Huh. <laughs> All right. Somehow and that this makes segment sense. has come full circle because we're back to steaks. Yes, we are. <laughs> we started with the sizzler. We moved on to the slaughterhouse. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Castle, thank you so much, man. We appreciate it. There you go on Sit and Spin with jobs that 10 rock stars had before they were. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Reach out to the guys on Twitter at Men's Room Live. Now, back to the Men's Room on the Men's Room Radio Network. What did you not expect to see some skin? 206-421-ROCK. Hello, Megan. Welcome to the Men's Room. Hola. Hola. So I got a couple stories. I'll make them quick. Um, first one was very recent, probably a month or two ago. Um, my boyfriend and I decided to go to like a barcade where like, you know, before nine o'clock kiddos are allowed. And after that they get, they get booted and, you know, sure. just get lit. But um, <laughs> my boyfriend looks over to me. He's like, I got to pee. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, we both turn around, 
and there is a, a child, literally no clothing on. There's a trail of clothes coming from the bathroom. Oh my god! And we're just stunned. And I, I definitely, have, I have, at that point, I only had like one beer, and he was a lot more. Um, ahead of me on the drinking situation and all he starts doing is just cracking up he's laughing so loud like hyena laugh and i'm like oh my gosh where are his parents how old (laughs) do you think this kid was this kid um he he was a chubby kid i would say probably like (laughs) seven eight i said how old he seemed to like he looked really young, but he was big for his age, so I couldn't really, you know. Okay. He was a chubby son. That seemed like a weird time to bring up the kid was a little chubby. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is naked, I guess um, you could see. Yeah, and, like, he just wouldn't talk. And I was like, well, maybe something else is going on. Maybe there's an emergency or something. So I'm, like, running around the arcade, like, okay, there's a, like, I couldn't think of anything else to say. So I'm like, there's a naked child. Who does he belong to? I think and, that's probably the right thing to say. Yeah. I think it's everyone. How many other people are there? Um, there was a there was a bunch of kids, but I couldn't see an adult. So I'm like running around. I finally see an older man. He comes out. He's like, "Oh, that's my grandson." And I'm like, "Well, you might want to take care of that." And then he, the guy, looks over at my boyfriend laughing, and he gets all mad. Like he's ready to hit my boyfriend. Why are you laughing? He's autistic and like going off. And I'm like, great. Here we go. And then <laughs> apparently his actual parents were outside like vaping or something. They come in and I'm like, this better not turn into an arcade fight. Like ridiculous. So I ended up having to take him out of the arcade because he's just, he's not, he's not stopping. He's just laughing, drunk laughing. Like he doesn't know what else to do. Um, but that was very interesting. Um, and then the other one, I was only about five years old, and at the time, um, the uh, Land Before Time movies were really big, right? All right. That's, that, we're going to base it off of that. And then um, I accidentally walked in on my stepdad in the bathroom, hmm. and I had never seen the male appendage before. And uh, my mom still tells the story because she thinks it's hilarious. But I ran to my mom crying, and I was like, Mom! Daddy has a long neck, cause like you know. You say a long neck? Yes. Oh, like the dinosaur. Yeah. Yes. Oh. <laughs> so my mom still tells that story, and uh, she because she thought it was hilarious that I didn't know like I honestly didn't know the proper term for it. Daddy's got a brontosaurus. Exactly. <laughs> He's got a dino oh, nugget. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, thanks for taking my call, you guys. I'm yeah. going to get back to work. Absolutely. Uh, Thank you for calling. You just want to call about that chubby yeah, kid. And the long neck. Yeah. <laughs> what did you not expect to see some skin? 206-421 rock. <laughs> Hello, Pat. Welcome to the men's room. <laughs> Hello. Hola. I'm a process server, and uh, I had some papers for a lady in Federal Way, and I go to knock on her door, and she swings it wide open and goes, hi, with nothing on, and then just goes ashen and slams the door shut. And luckily, she was definitely worth looking at. Uh, so I had to knock on the door and she kind of cracks it open and sheepishly goes, yeah. And I said, well, I said, are you X? And she's yes. And I, and I handed her a paper through the crack of the door. But, uh, do you think that she thought that you were someone else? Obviously. 
absolutely sure she thought I was probably her husband or boyfriend or whoever. It was a nice place. It wasn't obviously open to the world to see if she did that. So uh, (laughs) I had other people answer the door totally nude like it was no big deal. That was just what they always did. But she was the funny one because... but at least she was the best figure of every one well, of those. I was going to say, nice. we, we, we're getting a lot of positive stories. I'm For sure. Most of the time with nudity, it is not a uh, good situation. No. Usually it is. It's awful, usually. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. What percentage of the people that you deliver papers to answer the door naked? Is it like 5%, 10%? Oh, what are we God, talking? No, it's like probably half of a percent okay. or, uh, or less. Do you still do that job? Oh, yeah. I've been doing it 30 years. What's the hardest part about that job? Um, I mean, do people break people, down and cry or anything like that? Yeah, I've had I've had people that were being evicted after the husband uh, just abandoned them, and then they start Jeez. crying. And I had a little kid running up to there going, "Daddy!" When I knocked on the door. Oh God! Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he brings a little tear to your eye really fast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'll mess with your head. No, it will. Yeah, yeah. I do remember at one point in time. Mm. Oh God, this is horrible. I hooked up with this girl, and I uh, did not realize that she had a small child. Okay. All right. I knew she had children. I knew that she was divorced. I thought- Was this trailer lady? Yeah. <laughs> I thought for some reason that maybe the kids were at their dad's or live with their dad. I didn't know. There was nothing in that trailer that you could see that would indicate that a child was there. Typically, if sure. there's a child- If, if you have a kid, toys, there's There's small shoes. Right. There's jackets. There's stuff. There's anything. There's any, all this stuff. So we probably, it's probably midnight, whatever, end up passing out. And I wake up and it's probably six o'clock in the morning and there's this tapping on my shoulder. And I look up and open my eye and there's this little kid. He goes, Mr. He said, Mr. Do you play video games? How old is this kid, man? He's probably like five. And I'm like, yeah, man, I play video games. He's like, will you play video games with me? And I was like. Okay, well, hold on. Just give me a second. I'll tell you what. I'll meet you uh, in the living room in, in just a minute. Because I'm naked under these covers. Put my clothes on. So I crept out of bed real slow, put my clothes Where on. Where was she? Go, she was asleep oh. beside me. So I, 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 go into the, I go into the living room, and he's sitting down. He's getting his game together. And I sit down, and we start playing. And he said, what game do you want to play? I said, whatever your favorite game is. It doesn't really matter. And he says, okay. He said, will you be my new dad? Oh, my God. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, uh, I mean, you have a dad, I'll, but I'll tell you what, I'll be one of your best friends. How's that? You know? It's like we just went from being video game buddies to me taking over his life. He asked it that quick? Within a matter of three minutes. Oh, my God, yeah, man. Yeah. Then, I mean, do you cry- think you were part of a collection of I don't know. potential new dads? <laughs> maybe. Met? Maybe. That would be the sense. Maybe. But then, uh, but then she got up. She made, like, pancakes and bacon and stuff. So we're sitting down there eating and everything. And he's still talking to me about all this stuff. And he's like, are you going to leave? Oh, and God. I was like, "Well, I'm going to leave in a little bit." He's like, "Why are you leaving?" It's like, "Well, I I got to go home, and then I I got to go to work, and all these things." He's like, "Are you coming back tomorrow?" And I was like, "This is a very awkward conversation." <laughs> Look at the kid; like she looks petrified. Right? <laughs> just like, "Oh my God!" I just like, "I got to get out of here." 
and it was a huge trailer park, and I could not remember how. There's no real clear exit signs. Like this thing had 300 trailers in it. Right, right. So I was really uncertain where in the hell I was. I drove around like I, I drove past their trailer like two more times, and he was outside like looking through the glass. And every time I drove by, he was still like pressed up against the glass. And I'm like, I can't find my way out of here. My God, I, find I mean, you're you, better than I am. I don't know if I would have stayed for breakfast. Did not you, at that point. I would. I would have bailed. Did you ever go back, Miles? No. <laughs> was she not attractive? Uh, I can't remember what happened there. I don't remember what happened. And that was kind of a one-offer. Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, but don't get me wrong. I'd have gone back. I definitely would have gone back. You haven't had sex, Mike. You've had sex in a trailer. <laughs> it's going to be good. It's crazy. <laughs> I think I'm kidding. I'm not. You have a chance to have sex in a trailer. You take, a, you take that opportunity. Now, you might wake up to a woman straddling you with a knife. Right. <laughs> you might wake up to be the dad of a child you didn't know you had. Want more of the Men's Room? Download the new podcast from Miles and Thrill, The Greatest Story Never Told. Available on Radio.com. Time to open wide and sample Ted's meat and potatoes. Now, here's your host, head chef of the Men's Room. The Ted Nugent. Ted Chef is in the house with food. Thank you, folks. Thank you. Can we go straight to Bulgaria? We want to start with this Uncrustable. Whatever you want to do. Try a bite of the Uncrustable. Now, I know the morning show did it this morning. I was not aware. I guess Steve maybe had never had one either. Migsy? Okay. I'm just shocked. Again, delicious. I know it's for children, but delicious little snack. It's all right there. Get in there. Now, Is it the standard peanut butter and jelly? Correct. We okay. had the they had a strawberry one in there too, but I was Ooh. like, you got to go with the classic. I think. Never tried it's the very one. soft. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's the whole. Eat like, the sandwich, Miles. Get your hand the off my point. Leg. Is that it's like supposed to be like just the middle soft part of the PB and J. Okay, that's fantastic. Oh, <laughs> I was wrong. Yeah, they're great, aren't they? They're really good. That's what I'm Has saying. Has that just changed your grocery game? I mean, no, because you can't buy a box of them. Yeah, but we'll Why? smoke weed. I just, just feel like oh, that would be an all? easy. I, I I told Mike earlier. I go, the, my corner store sells them individually. I'll get like two a that. month. But if I buy a box of them, yes, I will eat one every night when I get stoned. Mm. <laughs> I know. Well, that's the whole point of buying them. I think. Yeah. Children of stoners, goddamn, they really they do a good job on this man. Yeah, I right. The bread it's, is uh, soft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like eating the heart of a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah. And it's got a good uh, amount of peanut butter to jelly ratio. That's always a trick, man. Yep. yep. That's really good. I'm shocked. <laughs> oh, you're going to start getting those at the turn. I am. <laughs> uh, or just tell Chandler to bring some. All right. Now, thank you again to our listeners from Bulgaria. Uh, I think We're the- huge in Bulgaria. Most mm-hmm. people don't know that. And Boston Do you know today. what country Bulgaria borders? No. Romania. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Let me look. Damn, man. You asked one of those questions. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, we know so much about Bulgaria that I'm like, I have no idea. I know it's What are you going to get? You're guessing Romania? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it touches something weird like like Maybe the Ukraine? Uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Right, because all those acts, I mean, it sounds bad, but a lot of, a lot of that It area. does uh, border uh, Romania to the south. Uh-huh. All right. Serbia to the west. All right. North Macedonia to the west. Greece to the south. Greece, huh? Okay. Yeah. yeah Greeks sneaking in there. Uh, so they for Merry for Christmas. I don't know why I said Merry. And a little Christmas. bit of turkey. By the way, uh, whoever wrote this card, I don't know. It is beautiful handwriting. That's the second time you've commented on it. It just is amazing. I didn't. I, I mean, 
That is very, very nice handwriting. Yeah. Uh, so they sent us some treats, uh, you know, some of their favorites. Number one, Thrill, I say we get into it. The mini chocolate croissant. I've been waiting for it all day, man. Also, this one, I can read because it's in English. <laughs> That's right. how you know. They're well, the other things like this, uh, what is this one? This is the honey honey cake or whatever. But like Mike and I tried to look it up, but it's all Bulgarian. So we couldn't really tell. Right, because the characters are even different, right? Correct. Okay. All right, Steve. Since you- Mike, David, hooked you up with a this Bulgarian is, this translator. Is, this is your jam. It's a croissant stuffed with chocolate. Well, have, you, have, God, you, have you taste that first? All right. Get in my belly. Decent. Not decent, as much decent. chocolate as I like, but but right. I would probably eat a bag of Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Mike likes it. Wow. That was pretty uh, So that's the mini croissants. And again, these are literally just mini croissants with chocolate cream filling. That's pretty good. You do the math. A croissant with chocolate in the middle of it. Yeah, I, I go to Starbucks and buy that damn thing, that little chocolate chip croissant. How is that? It's it's outstanding. It really is. We've talked about that this up? before. Mm-hmm. Like most, almost anything is better on a croissant. It is. Like deli sandwich, whatever. Yep. yep. I think burgers might be too greasy and heavy for a croissant. Right. They, Breakfast sandwiches. Handle, yeah. Yeah. Burger. But think about the the the, the versatility of the croissant, like you pointed out. But deli meat, or chocolate, or just cheese. You name it. Put it on a croissant. It's better. Get in there, Ted. I know. I want just to, but it. I got to do this segment. All right. Uh, next up. Miles, I believe it was you that was excited about the chocolate donut. Now it looks I believe like, it's a chocolate donut. I I'm believe sure. it's a chocolate donut as well. But again... We can't read Bulgarian. I can't read it. I can't really look it <laughs> Do up. Do you think it's soft? Do you think it's crispy? I can't tell. I, I believe it to be a soft donut, but we will see. Oh. oh. Well, maybe oh, look we'll see. It might change the game when we get Are in Are these here. little teeny tiny things, like the teeny tiny croissants? Well, I'm thinking maybe they're not as... Th- oh, it's like a cookie, dude. Ooh. Oh, all right. And she said these are like traditional Bulgarian desserts, right? Correct. Some of their favorites. All right. Thank you, sir. I'm down with that. Uh, right. So I thought it was going to be a big chocolate donut. It reminds not... me of a fudge stripe. Mm-hmm. It good. looks like a fudge stripe, honestly. Mm-hmm. You know they have elves in Bulgaria, too. Apparently so. <laughs> that, They're probably from That's there. how they make that, yeah. What do you think, Mike? Hey, Pretty Paul. good? All right. Would you take that or the croissant? croissant. I'm still taking the croissant, mm-hmm. but I'm a croissant apologist. All right. All right. Do you guys want to try the honey cake? Yeah. Now, this one looks interesting. Appears to be a cake filled with honey. Oh. That's all I could say about it, because, again, Mike and I just spent five minutes looking it up. We couldn't figure out what it was. Mike, someone makes a good point here. I don't have it. Do you have, like, the Google Translator thing? Oh, sure. Because we did that a lot in Germany. I'm here to tell you, if you don't know German and you look at a German menu, nothing jumps out. All right, try that thing. All right, what do you got here? A lot of cakey stuff. Mm. 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 Ooh. First of all, the chocolate croissant is delicious. Yeah. It's basically a mini croissant with, with frosting in it. Yeah. I mean, that's it. And it kept it simple. This is decent. A little dry, but good taste. Yeah, not bad. This honey cake seems like something maybe I would eat with like a cup of coffee. Yeah. All this stuff. Yeah. Actually. Something your grandmother would give you. Yeah, right? Uh, the other the other things we have in here, these are called, ch- these are chocolate cake bars, which looks like a fancy little Debbie snack. She said mm. they couldn't fit the whole box in there. Again, no, that's not what she said. She said she took the rest home because she wanted them. <laughs> right. I like them a lot. Cake bar. Have a cake bar. All right. Is it wafery? No, yeah, you're right. Straight up cake. Look at that. Oh. The honey, the honey cake is a weird texture. 
It is weird, but you're right. If you were drinking a coffee or something, it'd be fantastic. Yeah, having a, having a spot of tea. So do they get these actually from Bulgaria, or do they go to, like, the place in Seattle they where you know them. you can buy Bulgarian stuff? Probably to the KGB deli. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, you know what? There is. I know, Miles. You're not wrong. That famous uh, deli up the street there. They have a lot of stuff in there that I've never seen in any other stores. For sure. So I think you could ship it in. Also, though, I don't know that having individual pack stuff like that. Like I know when we went through customs, they're big on like coffee and spices. Sure. And like actual food, like fruit and vegetables. But I don't know if you brought a pack of. Of the mini croissants, I don't. I think right. that would be fine. Well, they told us. Like, they told me to smuggle the mustard, so I'm assuming that if it's food, it's. Did it's you bring be, the mustard? I did not. Oh, because I didn't want to go through that whole crap. I didn't want to go through that in Chicago. When we get but somebody there. says smuggle, like I'm not going to do that for you. Well, we got. If you said buy this kind of mustard, mm-hmm. no problem. When you go, hey man, you need to smuggle this. Like, why is it? That's smuggling? basically what it I'm is. not doing that. It's like you need to put this in the bottom of your suitcase. No nope. like, mustard, really. Hmm. And the candy made it home. <laughs> Guys, you smuggle candy? Oh, yeah, you did smuggle all that candy. Did it meet its destination? Uh, it has met a lot of friends. But, but it I did st- not it, it, the destination. <laughs> the, the Kit Kats are still sitting in my house, and I keep yelling at Kyle, you got to come over, dude. Before you eat them, right? Right. And, like, people have come by. I had a friend who gave me a lot this. of European candy and stuff, because the chocolate is different over there sure, and everything sure. else. So it is pretty good. All right, then the last one we're going to try. This one's pretty simple. It's a Bulgarian Delight Rose. Bulgaria, by the way. What, what, what does that mean? It looks like a gummy of some sort. Ooh. But roses are big in Bulgaria, and they're oh. famous for their roses. That I learned from the note they wrote. <laughs> uh-huh. oh. <laughs> now, this is up your and Mike's alley. This is like yeah, just, a piece, more you guys, this is just a piece of sugar. Like a Turkish Delight. Yeah, it looks like a gummy. To me, a Turkish Delight it looks is like a, a hard candy to me. But also, I would say I, I don't care where you are around the around the world. I don't know. I don't know about the southern hemispheres. It's warmer, mm-hmm. but generally, I feel like the holiday seasons. If you're gonna have treats, oh, Miles doesn't look like he likes it. Yeah, I gotta go. Is it that bad? Is it? All right, I'll give it a try. It looks like a pink ice cube. Yeah, I feel like this is the time of year you're Covering gonna have. Cocaine. You're gonna you're gonna have like decadent treats and everything else. It's like, well, Ooh. it's the holidays. Very floral. Very floral. It, All right. It actually tastes like a rose. It does. Miles looked absolutely stuck. Disgusted. I was. Because okay. I, I bought the wrong color. I appreciate them very much bringing this stuff in, but this particular one, the gummy looking thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like if you ate a decorative soap. Yeah. Right? The yeah. smell you get on your hands, or it smells kind of good on your hands, but it but Ooh. it tastes exactly Every, the way. That was the, uh, the least liked uh, one yeah. for me. There. It does feel like I just washed my hands in my grandma's bathroom and mm-hmm. then walked out. All right. Or so you, or you so mini, croissant, <laughs> mini croissant still number one? Absolutely. I think so, yeah. All right. Would I you haven't take tried the, this yet, though. Would you take the mini croissant? Or the Uncrustable. Oh. Oh. All right. I, you know what? Let me make it fair. I'll give you three mini croissants for an Uncrustable. I'll take the Uncrustable. That's the spirit. Yeah. Glad you liked it. Miles' life Thanks. has changed. That's Thanks, right. Steve, Danny, Vicky, whoever brought those in. <laughs> we had two of these for breakfast tomorrow, and they're gone. And for the Coke yesterday. <laughs> Where's my Coke? To wash down my Uncrustable. Yeah. We should take a picture of us drinking Cokes and eating Uncrustables. No wonder Christy puts her name on the food in the yeah. refrigerator. I always know it's hers because she's done my grandfather and written her name on it. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Can't get enough of the men's room? Listen to the Men's Room Daily Podcast on the radio.com app. Game is Big Dummy, 206-421-ROCK. Hello, David. Welcome to the men's room. What's up, guys? Hola. David, sober, not sober? Uh, sober, driving. All right, David, welcome to Big Dummy. Our men's room poll... You have to get one pierced. Will it be your tongue, your genitals, your nipples, or your septum? Where's the septum at again? Right on the bottom of your nose. Thing to separate your nostrils. Yes. Oh, no thanks. Um, I'm going to do nipples just because I want to be like the guy in uh, um, Waterboy. Oh, yeah. You know, when he when he grabs his nipples. Well, who doesn't want to be like that? The guy in Waterboy. I thought you said you want to be like BJ soon. Well, I... I can you put me down for a vote for getting a DJ's nipple pierced? You got to donate. Yeah. It's for kids. We can That's put right. you down for a donation. Yeah, yeah and then we can we hit pierce that donation. His Bam! Pierce his nipples. Uh, by the way, someone points out that Mario and Donkey Kong was only identified as Luigi. Italian guy. Luigi. Jumpman. Oh, Jumpman. 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 What did you say to him? What was your guess? Italian, Italian guy. guy. Italian guy. Oh, hey. Hey. Hey, you got a big monkey prop. All right. <laughs> oh, God. Hey. <laughs> uh, take that out of the script. <laughs> oh, man. I, I brought hey, my you ha- stole your girl. <laughs> I brought my hammer. I brought two hammers. <laughs> Princess Peach. <laughs> your question. We asked what desert surrounds Las Vegas. Now, your question is what does Las Vegas translate to in English? What does Las Vegas translate to English? Yes. Uh, you got me. I, the party city? I don't know. <laughs> the party city. Any uh, the. Wasn't it like the stars or the no, lights? No. Uh, the desert. Nope. The meadows. The oh, meadows. of course. There's but so there's many no meadows, meadows there. Is that what they called it that? What's that? Because there's no meadows? Yeah. like what, the Greenland and Iceland thing? Yeah. Uh, they Sa- called the meadows. Sand meadows. They didn't have a word for dunes yet. <laughs> Somebody says, BJ's not getting his nipples pierced. He's going to get a hole in his areola. Oh. <laughs> All right, here's your question. We'll get him gauged. Yeah. All right, your question. What kind of <laughs> kick does Daniel use to win the tournament in the Karate Kid? Oh, it's a, it's um, a high kick. I want to say a high kick or a... a or a straight kick. I don't, I don't know the. Come it's on, crane. man. It's the crane kick. Crane. Dang. How can you beat a blonde bully if you don't know the crane kick? And it was illegal. Was it illegal? That, that, that kick was illegal, yeah. How did he win the tournament? Yeah. How did he win the tournament if it was an illegal kick it was to a, the face? It was a kick to the face. You can't do that. Like, yep, that's they, right. they were breaking his leg. We can't yeah, do that either, he, and they got penalized for that. Right. He did it subtly. So wait a minute. So they tried to break his leg. They do get penalized for that, right? Sure, but he, he could, outwardly he kicks this dude in the face, and they're like, "You're the winner." Right. The thing is that the the, the breaking of the leg. I mean, he could he could feign an accident on that. Oh, I didn't mean to do that. Right. But 
The Korean kick, that's... They kicked him in the face. He just blatantly kicked the dude in the face. Well, how did he win the turn? Like, great, you beat the bully, but you didn't win the turn. That's why they had a second one. I can yeah. feel like there was a Big Bang Theory episode that the, that the blonde dude was on where he was like, you know what, I should have won that tournament. <laughs> I mean, For that right. very reason. Before the fight, the referee makes a note of the rules and clearly mentions the strikes to the face would not be allowed in the fight. Yeah. In the fight. In fact, actor Ralph Macchio has mentioned in multiple interviews that the referee made a clear note of this and makes his crane kick illegal. Yeah. Hmm. I'll be dead. I've lost it, it, all respect. It, 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 wouldn't, it wouldn't have been a good movie if he did the crane kick, kicked the guy in the face, and then like, oh, disqualified. Well, no, because he still beat up the bully. He just didn't win the tournament. Right. That's the, that's we the didn't care if he won the tournament if he was fighting anyone other than the bully, right? I mean, he was going to lose anyway. His leg was broke. <laughs> it's also more realistic <laughs> that if you're actually going to beat up the bully, you got to do something bad and illegal. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just the way the world works. Like, like, that dude's going to see him. this coming. Kick him in the boys. <laughs> yeah, that, that dude's big. I hit him with a brick, yes. but so, I sent a message. Right. Question number three, David. <laughs> well, it's like, I'd be a great boxer if I could use a hammer. All right. Your question, who released the album Tuesday Night Music Club in 1993? I have no idea. Miles loves this woman. Cheryl Crow. Cheryl Crow. Oh, all right. Mm -hmm. All right, David. Four U.S. presidents have been assassinated. Lincoln, Kennedy, James Garfield, and who? Assassinated on September 6th, 1901. And obviously hugely popular and dearly missed. <laughs> did, you, did you say Garfield was one of them? Garfield was one of them, Kennedy, Lincoln, and whom? In 1901? 1901, yes. Frederick? Frederick? <laughs> <laughs> President Frederick? <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a wild Yes. Okay. Right. Is it Taft? Frederick. I'm like, who the hell is Frederick? It was not Taft. Cleveland? It was not Cleveland. Or McKinley? McKinley. Okay. There you go. Jesus. The no wonder they Frederick. took the mountain name away from him. <laughs> Frederick? Question <laughs> five. <laughs> right. I was going to make up a president. Frederick's my first I meant, name. I meant, I meant Frederick McKinley is what I meant. Oh, I see. Frederick oh, McKinley. Yeah. That's his brother. Yeah, I'm sure right. that's what he does. Yeah. <laughs> Frederick McKinley. All right. You know, his, his cousin. It's cut, that's right. Twice removed. All right, here's your question. What is the common name for solid carbon dioxide? CO2? No. A diamond? No. Dry Cold. ice. Dry ice. Oh. Uh-huh. All right, David, question six. Question number six for you. Multiple choice. Polo, badminton, lacrosse, or pickleball? Puna was the original name for which sport? It's also James Hetfield's nickname for vagina. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Going to get some. <laughs> I mean, I, I would like I would like to say. Um, <laughs> Oh, you got it. What was it? Badman. Yeah. Badman. Oh, Badman. Yeah. 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 James Hetfield. More Ooh, big time coming up. I love it. It's got that shuttle caca. <laughs> Connect with the men's room on Instagram at men's room live. Hard to be made. It's drinking time. Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. And the men's room knows just who it is. 
So to you, we say, bottoms up, sailor. You're the toast of our shot of the day. Big time it is, and as usual, we head to the drink desk and see the throw hill to find out who we're toasting. Yes, indeed, and today we toast George R. Newell, who sadly passed away at the age of 88. So who was George R. Newell? I'm glad you asked, Miles. George R. Newell, he was one of the great unsung heroes of childhood. He was, in fact, the co- uh, sorry, the co-creator of Schoolhouse Rock, a.k.a. Conjunction Junction. I'm just a bill. The shot heard around the world, a noun is a person, place, or thing. And on and on it goes. I believe they did 33 of them in total. Okay. And honestly, God, at least when I was growing up, Schoolhouse Rock is how any of us basically made it to the next grade. Well, it, it made you it made it easier to remember basic rules and things that the preamble to the Constitution. Yeah. How a bill becomes a law. What an adverb is. The importance of electricity. All the historical weird is a really terrible one about the pilgrims showing up on Plymouth Rock. But bad song aside, very informative stuff. Mm-hmm. If you were a kid in the 70s, you definitely know it. I want to say they brought it back in the 90s for a little bit. I don't know much he had to do with it. But man, just me personally, I thought Schoolhouse Rock, still believe Schoolhouse Rock to be one of the greatest things from childhood. Also, they they plugged it in in between shows that were uh, entertaining for kids. Yeah, Saturday so they morning dropped, cartoons. They dropped the education in between the entertainment. Like between Super Friends and right. Scooby Doo. That yeah. was school, and you looked forward to it, man. You got a Schoolhouse Rock over there, Mike? Uh, I got to find something. We were listening to it earlier. We were. Give me one oh, Mike said I was listening and learning stuff. Mm-hmm. Out of oh, Scott. You can. Ready? Here we go. What do we got here? Oh yeah. Well now I'm stuck in committee and I'll sit here and wait while a few key congressmen discuss and debate whether they should let me be alone. That's the committee members arguing. Oh, oh okay. Oh, uh, from the like, cartoon. I feel like Congress members should have to listen to the song for the girl. Like this is actually how oh, it works. This is how oh, that's what we're doing. So anyway, yeah, man, to uh, George R. Newell. Passed away at the age of 88. We pour this booze and we drink this booze because we think it's yummy. Yummy! So over the tongue and down the throat to party in our tummies. Down the whole abajola! Thanks for listening to the best of the Men's Room podcast. Want more of the Men's Room? The greatest story never told. With Miles and Thrill. Also available on Radio.com. Oh, man. A Double Flush production. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 